Hello, it's time for another 10-minute STEM information podcast, what we call our SIP here on Technology Expresso. And hello, I'm Jacqueline Sanders-Blackman. Today's episode, I want to talk about hidden figures. I want to share with you a long list of African Americans in technology. The interesting thing is, is some of these have made their mark going back 30 years ago, but they're not household names. It never will be. But what's so important is that we realize that there are people that have been in technology since its inception. Technology is relatively a very young industry. The whole advent of computers and robotics and artificial intelligence, all of these things have been created in our lifetime. With that said, I do want to call out some of the names. I want to recognize some of those hidden figures that have made their mark, have left an impression, have innovated, have patents for a couple of reasons. The reason why I want to share these names is, first of all, to acknowledge them, but so that also There's no doubt in your mind that we're capable, we're able, and it's necessary that we are a part of the change and the innovation that's going on all around us. We have to live with this stuff. We have to use this stuff. So why not be a part of it? These are people who either started businesses or either worked in corporate America or even set the pace. That said, I also want to point out that the list that I'm sharing is based on both blackmoney.com and souloftechnology.net. And they picked this list of over 50 African Americans based on not only their contributions, in the work world, but also because they love what they do, they're passionate, and they want to give back and recruit others into the IT field. You wouldn't have so many people starting organizations, and even like myself and my husband, David Blackman, creating foundations out of our own money to recruit and tell people about this STEM movement unless we were passionate and enjoyed what we did. A lot of people, they come home from work, last thing they want to think about or do, let alone recruit others, is to talk about their job and what they do. But we love it, we enjoy it, and we know that if people are exposed and really knew what all of these hidden figures do behind the scenes and why they enjoy their job, you'd be a lot more intrigued and interested. And there wouldn't be any pulling of teeth to get you to come and to participate, let alone expose young people to what we do. So enough of that. Let's name names. Let's get to this. This was all based on what's known as the Pinnacle Awards. 
One of the awards went to Richard Parsons. He is co-COO of AOL Turner Warner in New York City at the time he received the award. Parsons is part of the leadership team for the largest aggregation of content and distribu distribution merging entertainment and online enterprise, ranging from CNN to the 30 million subscribers of, at that time, AOL. So yes, at one time, it was an African-American at the helms of AOL. Next, General Lester Lyles. He was a commander of the U.S. Air Force Material Command at Wright Pat Air Force Base, Ohio. And I have to smile there because I'm from Wright Pat and even did an internship at Wright Pat Air Force Base. In his role as a procurement agent, he was part of one of the most technologically advanced military forces in the history, both then and even now. Michael Powell, he was chairman of the Federal Communications Commission in Washington, D.C. He was responsible for the conversion of telephones, television, cable, wireless, and at that time, has not yet foreseen communications technology. Oh, and by the way, he's the son of Secretary of State Colin Powell, who, as a matter of fact, spoke at an event that I attended, the National BDPA Conference, and Colin Powell shared with us that he had an undergraduate degree in computer science. Another name, Noah Samora. He was CEO of World Space Incorporated in Washington, D.C., an international satellite broadcaster, which was developed pace-setting technology for direct broadcast to wind-up digital radios. These were the early satellite radios. Al Zoller. He was the CEO of Lotus Development Corporation. This was a subsidiary of the IBM Corporation. This was out of Boston, Massachusetts. Zola was a California-born math prodigy who began working for IBM after graduating from the University of California. John W. Thompson. He, at one time, was CEO of Semantics Corporation. He was the former head of IBM Americas and helped manufacture antivirus software and transformed it into a developer of computer security with a doubling of revenues in less than three years. He was the former head of the IBM Americas. And then after 30 years, he began manufacturing antivirus software and helped transform it into a development of computer security, which eventually led to the doubling of revenues in less than three years. David Stewart, 
CEO of Worldwide Technology out of St. Louis, Missouri, which, by the way, I've met at several events sponsored by BDPA. David founded the computer distributor and distribution company in 1990 with less than a half a million in sales. Today, sales reach over 800 million in revenue. And this was by the year 2000. He became the first technology company to reach the top of the Black Enterprise Top 100 list. Cecile Barker became the CEO of OAO Corporation out of Maryland. Dr. Barker first gained fame as head of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration's Orbiting Astronomical Observatory. Lieutenant Governor, retired Emmett Page, also a COO of OAO Corporation. General Page was Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Command, Control, Communications, and Intelligence for the Pentagon in the 1980s and helped develop the technology infrastructure for the armed forces. And let me just remind you, all of these names are African Americans. The next one, Houston Williams, CEO of Pacific Network Supply out of San Jose, California. William has built a company of more than a half billion in sales by supplying the fast-growing market for telecommunication equipment. He created an innovative alliance with Native American and Hispanic firms. Roy Clay, Sr., CEO of Rod L. Electronics. He's the godfather of what is known as the Black Silicon Valley. Clay was told in 1955 by McDonnell Aircraft there were no jobs for professional Negroes despite his math degree from Washington University. A year later, he was the first computer programmer. By 1965, he was research and development director for Hewlett-Packard's new computer division. Robert Nolan, CEO of Internet Access Corporation in Houston. Nolan also serves on the board of Hewlett-Packard and Hendrick and Struggles. Dr. Samuel Meters, CEO of Meters Industry in McLean, Virginia. The diverse enterprise of Meters include U.S. Blacks Online, the largest black-owned internet service provider as at that time. Michael Fields, CEO of the Fields Group, Oakland, California. Fields is a former military veteran who's rose to become president of Oracle USA. Greg Pratt of OAO Technologies. Pratt was an early pioneer in the personal computer age 
as a president of Atari. Now, I have to pause and chuckle because some of these young people won't even recognize things like AOL and Atari and even IBM. Whereas for your parents and for older those that have been around and in the industry for the last 20, 30 years, these were household names. But again, take away just from this list I've read that there were people around for 20, 30 years holding the title of CEO. So if ever someone wants to talk about that there aren't any C-level blacks in technology, tell them to fact check. Visit sites like blackengineer.com. Know the facts and know that just like them and the adversities that they faced 20 and 30 years ago, early in IT history, they open doors and are proof that we can do this and so much more. And where there's not a door, as some people will say, then find a window, find a way. You belong at the table, you belong in the corner office, and if the corner office isn't for you, then build your own. Have your own companies. These are the things that we want to share and enlighten our community so that everyone feels empowered, that you can do and be a part of the STEM evolution and revolution. Thank you for listening to another SIP, and thank you for your support of Technology Expresso. Bye for now.